I'm Jeff. And I'm Jason. And it's the hour. And on today's underwhelming episode... Kids need a dad! Shouts man jizzing into a cup. Scientists discover planets better than Earth. Some may even have breathable atmospheres. Onion Company in tears after Facebook takes down ad for being too sexual. Toothless dinosaur with two fingers discovered. I think I saw this guy last time I was in downtown Atlanta. Update your app for latest security updates, including access to your own cock and balls. Nice. And a wide-bodied brown bear called 747 has been named Alaska's fattest bear. OMG, stop body shaming. It's his beach bod. Michigan's fattest bear, named DC-9, could not be reached for comment. You know, I thought I'd already seen Alaska's fattest bear on Grindr. Ooh. Uh, we should say for the for our listeners that I wrote that joke, not you. <laughs> you did, you did. <laughs> and I was trying to <laughs> trying to make it not gay. No, I was trying to think. Oh, how can I switch this around? Saying like you showed me <laughs> the last minute a picture. On. <laughs> I did. We 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 uh we swipe through Grinder together. Yeah, we do. And uh, the friendship that swipes through Grinder together stays together. I don't. Know. I don't know. Can you read that last one? I just want to know, are the other bears uh, packing on the weight and prep of winter? Oh, okay. I, I think this bear, 747, packs it on for 2020. He knew it was going to be a rough year. <laughs> you know, the problem was that we added that Michigan bear joke after I had done the sequence. Right. That's that's right. We should have added it And after, I was like, all right, yeah. well, I'll do A, and then Jeff will do B, and then I'll do C. And then we added a, a B in and moved B down to C, and then we were F'd. <laughs> Much like the bear on Grinder. <laughs> so do you, I, I don't know what you follow on Instagram, but one of the things I follow is the Department of Interior, which runs all the national parks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and so every year at this time, they do, you know, Fat Bear Week, and it's just <laughs> lots of pictures of big old fat bears. This is not. That's not what they do. Oh, they totally do. It's they so do fantastic. Fat Bear Week? Oh, yeah. I'll send you some pictures on uh, Instagram. It's so, like, they are so fat. So many gay jokes. <laughs> Fat Bear Week. I thought that was the the Pride March in San Francisco. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> Not really I though. I, I feel like San Francisco is like you know pretty, pretty fit. I feel like pretty that might slender. be the, the one in Michigan, maybe. Well, maybe the one in Alabama. I was gonna say Louisiana, maybe. <laughs> yes, that's correct. So Jason, how? I have. I hate to ask. How was your week? Oh, you know, <laughs> another week in Paris. So we officially announced our return to five days a week. Oh, hooray. Uh, sending out a survey to find out who wants to come back, though. It sounds like a lot of our current students are only attending in person because it's two days a week and five days a week is going to be too much for them uh, and they will switch to virtual. OK, so, so we'll is the title of the survey who wants to be a COVID? <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. I mean, so I heard some other schools are a little bit ahead of us because they started before we did. And so they've already sent out this questionnaire, uh, but didn't necessarily let families know that there would be no cap on the number of students and social distancing is a thing of the past uh, because you can't social distance with more than 10 kids in a classroom. Mm. So I don't know what ours I don't know what our survey will say, but. 
I'm very excited, though, because tomorrow uh, I'm assigning some work to my students, and one of the things is they're going to watch an episode of Bluey. Really? Yes. Uh, there's a, So they're going to be learning about uh, economics, and one of the things they're going to learn about is opportunity cost. Uh, oh. Basically, it's when you spend money, your opportunity cost is all the things you can't do with that money now because you spent it on something. Like if I spend my $5 on you know, five McChickens, I can't spend that money on five donuts. So my, my opportunity cost is the donuts. That, that I, is true. But yeah. where, where can you get a donut for only a dollar these days? <laughs> I know. Even Dom's is like a buck 20. I know. And they don't uh, take credit cards. Shit. They don't. Yeah, they're cash. Uh, so we, there's an episode where Bluey gets $5 from the Tooth Fairy and they go down to like the mm. farmer's market. And she can't decide what she wants to buy. And in the end, she buys a caramel apple and then regrets the caramel apple because she would rather have spent it on something else. And so I'm going to have them watch that and say, all right, how does Bluey experience opportunity cost? Oh, interesting. Does, is there a problem with her losing more teeth with the caramel apple? Uh, so she ends up losing a tooth at the very end of the episode. Ah. As she's walking home and chewing on it, another tooth comes out. And she's like, yeah. As a as a child of a... Or... <laughs> <laughs> As the father of a child huh? with loose-ass teeth right now. <laughs> the one is literally dangling, mm, and she won't yeah. let me get it. I am very sensitive to tooth-related matters. And I, uh, the Tooth Fairy gave her $5 last time. So Really? I was going to ask what the going rate was for uh, the Tooth Fairy. Yeah. Uh, our Tooth Fairy only had a $1 uh, payment. Is that right? Well, it depends it, on the, the, um, the price of teeth at the time. There's supply and demand. I guess so. Oh, well, there you go. We got the supply and demand thing going yeah. on. Well, so her first two, she got $2 because it was a special, you know, her first time. So right, right. Bonus. Uh, but there's a joke in the episode where, you know, Bluey's like, oh, the Tooth Fairy left me money. And Dad's like, how much money? And she's like, $5. And he, like, spits out his uh, cereal. He's like, $5? Like, Mom's like, that's what she left all of her other friends who lost teeth. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> So it's a fun. I like them because they're like, you know, five minutes long. So I'm like, hey, watch this five minute video and then tell me about some things we learned about in class. Yeah. So five dollars. That's all the tooth fairy had in her wallet because <laughs> the tooth fairy couldn't get changed at the gas station. Hmm. All right. So speaking of fucking change, here's some <laughs> bullshit. I, First of all, I'm sorry. Before we move on from from your last thing, I'm so sorry. Um, your students are going to be like, Mr. Barry's so retarded. He makes us watch kids shows. <laughs> okay, I'm done with that. Okay, go on. <laughs> I just had to say that. Well, uh, to, to make them feel better when they complain about that, I'll say, wait till next year. And then in the first unit, I'll say, hey, remember last year when you complained about having to watch Bluey for five minutes? Here's a one-hour National Geographics documentary. Enjoy. <laughs> I loved those days in class. I <laughs> love Nat Geo days. <laughs> I loved any day that they were showing the movies. It was always fun to watch a movie. Yeah. Like, Bluey, I think, is fun and entertaining. Uh, uh, there's no downside. Like, never compl they complain about every video I have them watch. Of course, yeah, because they're they're teenagers. Of course, I just remembered from several several episodes ago the name of that show that Mr. Zoroka used to put on for us. It's called Lonely Planet. Oh, I I know Lonely Planet. You remember, like from like thirty episodes ago, I couldn't fucking think of the name of that <laughs> fucking show. Wow. Hey. It is. It popped right in there. Gosh, my brain cells are really working up a sweat right now. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, speaking of bullshit. Okay. Uh, change. Because we're talking about change. Yeah. 
I was at school today. Uh-huh. Uh, it was count day. It was very stressful and stupid and bleh, whatever. And it got around to lunchtime. I had, I had eaten my lunch at a reasonable time because I didn't have to wait until almost one o'clock to eat my lunch. Right. Uh, so I ate at like, you know, 11, which is about four hours after I had had breakfast. And then it got around to like 1230. And I was like, eh, I'm still hungry. You know what? I'm going to go pick something up. I'm going to okay. go down to Wendy's. Because we don't go to Wendy's often. I'm the only one who likes Wendy's. I've been wanting a spicy chicken sandwich for a while now. And I was like, okay. I'm going to get a fucking spicy chicken sandwich to treat myself because I'm sick of the stress. And it sounds good. And I haven't had any in, gosh, since it's, before the pandemic. I think she, I actually think the last time I had Wendy's may have been, like, either on a vacation or, like, over a year ago, I would say. Well, the Wendy's spicy chicken is very good, and I cannot see any way that this story could take a bad turn. So I get down to Wendy's. Uh, it's right around the corner, so it's not very far. Mm-hmm. And uh, I get in the drive-thru, and I'm listening to you know, NPR or something. I don't remember what it was. Uh, and I get up to the, the like, the, I don't know, ordering microphone, whatever. The clown's mouth, so to speak. Yes, the clown's, <laughs> Wendy's <Yeah>. mouth. <laughs> Actually, this one's in like you know, it's near the airport, so it's Wendy's butt. <laughs> Sir, can Hold you please can you please speak into Wendy's pigtail? <laughs> uh, and the person goes, "Hi, welcome to Wendy's. I just need to let you know that I can only accept exact change." Uh, okay. I was like, like, "All right." And cash only. And I was like, so wait, no credit card? And she's like, nope, no credit card, and cash has to be exact change. Wow. And I had cash, but like I had I I only had a 10. Oh. So I, so I could order something and give them a 10 and drive away, but their food isn't worth a 10. And not at all. No. No. Like I'm not paying extra because you can't get your fucking register to work. <laughs> so I was like, all right. And I left. Well, their credit card machine was down, obviously, and then we're in a national change shortage. Oh, it wasn't that. The whole machine was down. They couldn't do anything. They could not get into their change drawer, apparently. Wow. And I was like, fine. And so I left, and I could have driven down, you know, a few buildings over as McDonald's, but I was like, I don't want McDonald's. When when you've decided I'm eating uh, Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich, you don't suddenly like, all right, well, I guess I'll eat McDonald's. Nothing else will substitute. No, I'm not going to go have the, I mean, a McChicken is good and all, but you have to be in the mood for a McChicken. But they have a spicy or, no, McChicken. Or or, or maybe you have to not have been in the mood for something else. Right. That's the bigger problem. I yeah, yeah, that, I, I get you, yeah. My heart was set on something else, and uh, it was not. And once again, your heart was broken. Unbreak my heart. Give me a spicy chicken Sam. <laughs> so how was your Open that drawer that you broke when you shoved too many quarters in there. <laughs> okay, so that used to be a thing. Remember when you couldn't get the drawer open because uh, you put one too many rolls of change in? Oh yeah, and we like get stuck and you're like, yeah. God damn, God damn it. you have to Yeah, yeah, that's probably that's probably all that happened, but like they didn't have the wherewithal to fix it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's near the airport. It's not exactly the high quality <laughs> area. Have you ever seen like a uh, Taylor makeup? No. Ooh. Uh, 
Taylor ever, makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the ladies of Taylor have a very specific design of makeup. Have you ever been to Barnum and Bailey Circus? <laughs> no. Mm. They look classy at Barnum and Bailey. <laughs> what about the Universe Soul Circus? <laughs> I don't know that one. Oh, okay, that was on TV all the time. So my week, whatever, it was fine. So I was having a very bad day today. Very bad day today. So first of all, so you know I'm looking for houses on and off. Yeah, so yeah, I found yeah. this perfect house for me. It was perfect. Uh-huh. And it was like for sale by owner, and it was like back and forth a couple times between like me making an offer and them thinking like they weren't getting enough money and blah, blah. And I say them because the, um, so the guy's wife had died. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, that's wrong. The guy's mother had died. No, oh. <laughs> and uh, they had just been renting this house out in Ann Arbor. Um, well, anyway, long story short, he he pulled out of the offer again. And guess why? I'm not even going to make you guess because you wouldn't even know because he's just going to keep the house for himself. Oh, and I'm going to be very happy. Oh, I see. I see Taylor makeup. Okay. <laughs> There you go. And I'm going to be very... Is that person's name Mason Jar? Oh, I didn't see. I, I don't know. <laughs> I would love to have the name Mason Jar. Hi, my name's Mason. Oh, wow. What's your last name? Jar. <laughs> All right. So anyway, he's keeping it for himself. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's the most selfish thing I've ever heard in my life. He should have just given the house to me. But anyway, so I was all mad because of that. And then like a bunch of work meetings and stuff happened today. And um, my daughter's teacher keeps wanting the parents to participate in mm-hmm. their school day learning. I don't, I'm sorry. Yeah, Act like I'm not here. That. I'm in a meeting. I cannot, I cannot play a game. And like, you cannot expect your parents to do that in the day. Well, that, and that's the thing. Like, I feel like a shithead because my daughter's just coming out and coming in and saying, uh, Daddy, can you play this game with me? It's blah, blah, blah. And she's like explaining it to me. And I'm like, I'm sorry, honey, I'm in the meeting. And then she comes back out. She comes back and she goes, all the other kids are playing with their parents. I'm like, babe, I'm so sorry. I can't. I'm running a meeting. It's not that I was like listening to a meeting and I could play it. I was running a meeting and I kept having to say, sorry, everyone, hold on just a second and like go deal with this and then come back. So I really wish, I sent an email already, but I really wish she'd stop fucking asking the kids. I don't know. Must be something with the Milan School District where like it's a very blue collar district or whatever. I mean, how they. Um, and then what else happened today? Oh, and like the dog pissed and shit on the carpet earlier today. And that's why I had to clean that up the first thing. And like, that reminds me, go on last week. You were talking about how your dog had peed on your bed and your daughter's bed. Yes. Fucking dogs. My dog peed on our bed. No, I got into bed. I was so tired. And. I put my feet down to the bottom. You know, you get into bed and your feet go down to the bottom of the bed. Yeah. And I'm like, is that cold? Is that? No, it's wet. Yeah. No, it's oh fucking my gosh. wet. No way. God, fucking dog. Uh, and so. My you, dogs you know, don't even have your dog's phone number. How did they get in contact? I, maybe it was like, uh, you know, in 101 Dalmatians where they do the howling chain. Where they're oh. like, they bark and then the bark goes to the next dog who barks. and. Yeah. 
That's probably yeah. that's probably it. You're right. Anyway, that's horrible. So how did you? They fuckers. How'd you clean it? Uh, well, I mean, we took the sheets off, and yeah. uh, it, so we have a mattress pad, and it oh, didn't go beyond the mattress pad. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we had to put all that in the washer, and uh, the the downside was we don't have another comforter for our bed. Oh, oh, because it, it went through the comforter. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. It's like from comforter down, and oh, we've got Jesus. one of those down comforters too. Fucking dogs, man. So it, like you know, peed into our feathers. <laughs> Little Callie doesn't know it, but I bought her a little kennel to keep her in at night because I can't fucking trust her to be out here. And then she also chewed up a pair of my daughter's underwear last night. They love the underwear. <sighs> They're disgusting. They are. And what else? I, I just I don't mean to complain too much, but it just wasn't it wasn't a good day. I gotcha. I but gotcha. I feel much much better now. That's good. Well, if you would like to adopt a dog. <laughs> Uh, you can email us at thehourpod at gmail.com. Or if you have any suggestions for comforter uh, or for mattress covers, you can uh, let us know on Facebook at facebook.com slash thehourpod. You know, we have the mattress cover because it was part of a warranty with Art Van, and, you know, you're supposed to keep the mattress cover on, and you have this long, you know, lifetime warranty. But Art Van's gone now. So right. Like... So is that warranty, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, if you have an interesting uh, thing, you can tweet us at the hour pod. Yes. Or Instagram, relevant to underscores username. I've not been on there very much. No, no, I haven't seen much. It's very, no. it's very boring. I had a, yeah, I know. I had a lot of content all of a sudden. I, I was ripe with content. And then, uh, no, I'm not so much anymore. It comes and goes. Yeah. Well, we have some updates. Oh, yeah. Excellent. So way back in episode 52, Whoa. So like the, the last episode of our first year, huh. uh, entitled Lunch Meat Sandwiches. You remember <laughs> Lunch Meat Sandwiches? I do, I do. Remember that? Remember the smell of that chicken? Oh my God, gross. <laughs> <laughs> so that smell is forever linked in my brain to also the smell of an elementary school lunchroom. You know, oh, like the smell you're right. Of like, the smell of like the, the whatever they were cooking in the lunchroom and it always smelled like i don't know what is that smell it was like it's know, a mix milk? of disgusting meat mayonnaise uh-huh. bread and milk yeah and and like old building and old building yeah and old yeah, lady too i think yeah and that's basically the smell of that chicken lunch meat <laughs> from budding yeah not a sponsor <laughs> Well, on that episode where we ate those sandwiches, we did a story about West Palm Beach, Florida, which was playing in on loop songs like Baby Shark and It's Raining Tacos. Right. So they were playing them so that they could drive the homeless away. Exactly. If I remember exactly. correctly. Uh, incidentally, apparently, so uh, for whatever re- we, I think, did we play the song on the pod? I think we did. Yeah. So. Whatever reason is, I, I on my iTunes have a copy of It's Raining Tacos. <laughs> and I was just shuffling through my music earlier this week as I was working. And on the sun is, it's raining tacos. And I was like, what the fuck? Wow. So interesting. Anyway. You, listen, uh, you update, did listen to the whole thing, though, right? I, I did listen to the whole thing. <laughs> it's sketchy. It's sketchy. I would love it if it was raining tacos. Mm. So delicious. Mm. We had we had tacos earlier this week, the nice crunchy tacos. Yeah, Ooh, it's so satisfying. You just crunch right in. I love a good crunchy taco. Do you remember that dumb thing 
uh, that Taco Bell did in like the 90s, the Taco Neck. The Taco Neck? Remember the Taco Neck where all the billboards had like celebrities with their heads off to the side because they all got Taco Neck from eating Uh, too many tacos? I thought you meant that stupid thing they did where they put a soft shell around a hard shell. No, that is the delicious Gordita Crunch. That's that's dumb. <laughs> you don't like Taco Bell anyway. I don't like Taco Bell anyway. Uh, but that would totally take away the the glory of the crunchy taco. Or are you talking about the double decker taco? I don't know. It depends. So so the cheesy gordita crunch is like the thick, the thick uh, soft shell thing with some cheese, of course, and then with it's with it. the hard shell. And the double decker taco was a soft taco shell with beans on it, and then the hard taco in there. I think that might be what I'm thinking of. Yeah. You have to have some sort of glue. What's that? You have to have some sort of glue, either the cheese or the beans. Mm -hmm. And Taco Bell's good for gluing things shut. You know, I found this uh, article (laughs) about the best taco um, road trip for Michigan. Really? Really. So once this COVID shit's over, uh, we can go on some uh, taco. I think one's in Ann Arbor. One's in Detroit, one's in like Lansing, and I think one's in like Grand Rapids or something. I'm down. So I'll get Taco Neck for that. A taco journey. (laughs) Uh, But the city of Oklahoma City, the city of Oklahoma, that was poorly done. The city Uh, of Oklahoma City. (laughs) Uh, Really bombing here. Oh, too soon? (laughs) We'll just uh, ride her through it. In Oklahoma City, two former detention officers and their supervisors were charged after an investigation found inmates in the Oklahoma County Jail were forced to listen to the popular children's song Baby Shark on loop at loud volumes for extended periods of time. Here's what I don't get. Don't the, don't the um like the jail workers, the prison workers have to hear it too? So it sounded like what they did is they put them in like an one of those interview rooms, like where you can go in and talk to your lawyer. Oh, they shoved them in the room and turned on some baby shark and do, 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 do right out of there. Right. And at the end they were like, fuck my lawyer. <laughs> so at least four inmates were subjected to the quote, inhumane discipline in an attorney's visitation room of the jail last November and December. Okay. So it's not just Florida that's doing it. It's, it's well, all, practically nation, nationwide at this point. Right. At least Oklahoma City had the decency to uh, make it illegal. Oh, well, that's nice. Yes. So uh, we have a correction as, to, as well. Okay. Okay. Uh, last week on the pod, you said it was 10 o'clock, but I checked. And when you said that, it was actually 417, <laughs> not 10 o'clock. So. <laughs> okay. Duly noted. I'll, I'll be All better right. next time. Thank you. Also, a friend of the show, Logan, wanted to let us know that it was Harry Styles from One Direction that does Watermelon Sugar, not jo- the Jonas Brother. Did you Have you listened to the song yet? I have no idea what any of this means. Watermelon Sugar, hi! So I thought it might be some sort of drug? Like he's doing Watermelon Sugar? I think that it's probably most pop songs are about drugs, right? Like uh, bath salts, maybe? Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. Lots of gifts from that video, because he's just eating... Not Harry, yeah, Harry Styles is just eating watermelon in the video. It's weird on a beach. Interesting, interesting. A little strange, a little strange. I still have one watermelon left for my garden. No, oh, well, much, so. watermelon sugar. 
it's going to be watermelon mold like the last one. <laughs> uh, have uh, you not done the like drill a hole in the watermelon and pour a bottle of vodka into it? I did not. But oh, I have an update here. Uh Oh, um, OK. My wife just sent me a text to let me know that cats like gin. Cats like gin after they take big dumps, I assume. Apparently, yeah. So, well, that wasn't on the pod, but as I sat down to record, <laughs> suddenly the strong aroma of cat shit wafted its way in because the cats decided to wait till I was down here to drop a giant dookie. <laughs> it smells like they shit right on my upper lip. Like, that's how strong it is. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and it's not even near. I think I've said this on the pod. It's like, you know, the other side of the basement. It's like you got to go out the door, down the hall, turn a corner, and walk down that hall, too. It's ridiculous. And your basement is, is what? At least 800 square feet, at least, right? Uh, So the ground floor is about a thousand square feet. Oh, so it's feet. a thousand so, square feet then. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's some stinky cat shit. It is indeed. So. <laughs> but there we go. Wonderful. What was that thing? That, did you not want to say that on the... Oh, that was just a... <laughs> uh, listener Jason, who also is a uh, friend of the pod. Is it you? As in, uh, it is me. Okay. <laughs> Did you know that we've been doing uh, remotes for seven months now? Really? And in that time, we've only done three live shows and outdoor socially distanced. I will say this over and over again. Fuck COVID. I hate it. Mm. And fuck Donald Trump, too, by the way, for not nipping it in the bud like other countries. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Now he fucking has it. Yeah, so that's a story we're not doing, but... You know, fuck him. Look, we are the best medical doctors. <laughs> it's been like Roy Rage tweeting all day. Has he really? Oh, yeah. He doesn't even know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> like, have you been following this on the news? No. <laughs> so yesterday, he, he announced uh, that he's ending all negotiations on a COVID relief bill. Oh, I did hear this. After the election. And then the Dow took a giant fucking dump. Well, yeah. Uh, because just like your cat. And basically, like he, he basically was like, you know, if you want your COVID relief, then you better reelect me. Otherwise, you're not going to get it until Joe Biden's in there. Yeah, because, you know, the Democrats aren't all about handouts, say the Republicans. I know. Right. <laughs> and, and. And like that's his weakest. Issue. Like, COVID is the thing that is dragging him down. And he's like, oh, oh, this is dragging me down? Cool. I'll make it worse. <laughs> he's like and the worst hostage negotiator. He's, he like, he's got the hostage. He shoots him in the face. And he's like, give me what I want. It's like, well, you just killed the hostage. So right. That's not how this works. Yeah, you're really the worst at this. So not how know, any maybe. of this works. I just read, that. don't quote me on this, but I just read that I believe they've already received 4 million ballots. I mean that what mine's already in in the mail, which which uh, would mean record high voting turnout. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean they've been doing all sorts of shit down in Texas, like uh, they limited to one voting like ballot return box per county. Okay. Yeah. And some of these counties in Texas are the size of Rhode Island. <laughs> right. They're giant. And so like they had videos of people lined up in their cars to drop off their ballot and oh, it's like boy. ridiculously uh ohio was having a similar kind of thing they're like oh we're only gonna do one and the courts were like nope you got to do more than one and so the 
I think he was the Secretary of State of Ohio, was like, cool, we'll do three, but they're all in the same building. <laughs> like There was one, um, I saw a postal worker, I think in New Jersey, got arrested for throwing out a bunch of mail, including a bunch of mail-in ballots. So obviously the system isn't perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was something – I remember hearing the New Jersey thing, but I thought it was something slightly – I thought he was – no, maybe it's West Virginia. Nothing that I say on this podcast is true. Like so I, there was a, And it's not deliberate either. I just don't – can't remember facts. It's the problem. So there was a, a mail carrier in West Virginia who tried to change the voter registration on three ballots from Democrat to Republican. Interesting. Not that that would – do anything except you know get him in trouble for voter fraud so <laughs> right good job uh i think that's but, a pretty serious crime yeah i'm yeah. pretty sure so uh <laughs> yeah so then yesterday trump's like oh we're not gonna do uh any kind of covid thing and then a few hours later he tweets out if nancy pelosi would pass a bill with only like you know the only thing is it on it is twelve hundred dollars for everyone i'll sign it right now <laughs> it's like Wait, what? And then the next morning, the entire administration staff is like, no, no, we're not negotiating right now. So it's like, what the fuck is going on? This is, uh, so this is part of the reason why I don't follow news. So I don't... So unless something in-fucking-sane happened. In-fucking-sane. That is fucking insane. I'm voting for Joe Biden. Unless something... In, like, I don't even know what would have to happen for me to not vote for Joe Biden, including his own death. <laughs> Or my well, own death. Depending on when he dies, it might not matter. That's true. Maybe they'll both I, be dead before election day. Who fucking knows? They're elderly. That well, that is true. That is true. And Grandpa Screechy is not taking care of himself. He's Wait. going back to work in the uh, Oval Office. Wait, which one is that? Uh, Trump. Which, which grandpa are we talking about? Oh, Trump. Okay. Yeah. Screechy? Yeah. Wheezy. Wheezy, I heard, screechy. I can't remember any of them. I'll look them up in a second. <laughs> All these um, wonderful puns about Trump and his um, wheezing. You see the uh, picture of him standing on the uh, balcony of the south face of the White House, and uh, it says Covita. Yeah, I said that to you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that started with a Patty Lapone tweet really uh, famous broadway actress patty lapone uh you know made some comment about you know his curtain call is coming and blah 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 and then someone responded was like oh yeah covita and then <laughs> boom it was everywhere love it <laughs> uh so good well speaking of broadway oh yeah sure sure I don't know. No. A man says he's been left devastated. I am just devastated. Uh, after a leading fertility clinic used his sperm. They used it. I can't believe it. Against his wishes to father nine children with same-sex couples and single women. Oh, no. Neil Gaskell told Care Fertility in Manchester. England. England, okay. To restrict, to restrict his sperm to heterosexual couples. Uh, and an audit by the fertility regulator, the Human Fertilization and Embryology Authority. Oh, they have one of those? It's like the Port Authority. 
I wonder if all their crevices smell like pee too. <laughs> like any other like government authority, other like pages in the cup before you leave the room. <laughs> Staying uh, clear sir. to closing doors, please. Oh, sir, you have penis. to say that to my face, not into my vagina. Uh, well, the authority revealed that five children were born to three same-sex couples using Mr. Gaskell's sperm. <laughs> Those poor women. They didn't know. Single women also used his sperm despite his wish of only families with a father figure, or figure, as they call it in England. Jolly old England. Yeah. Uh, the 49-year-old was also told that he was the biological father to 13 children in total. I guess he had... You know, they weren't supposed to do more than nine. So have you ever thought about donating sperm, Jason? I have not ever once. They don't don't you don't donate. They pay you for it sometimes. Um but you well, apparently in England they can't pay you for it. Interesting. Okay. So you just have to freely jizz in a cup. But they have like uh you know, they've got requirements. And one of the requirements is you need you need a bachelor's degree. And I just can't. I won't. <laughs> and I never have, so you know. Uh, well. So there are no little Jeffs running around making <laughs> little your, tiny except podcasts, your own. except my own. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, as a result, the clinic, which has more than twenty units across the country, has paid Mr. Gassel a five-figure sum. Who? That sounds like uh, they paid him exactly ten thousand dollars. <laughs> exactly. No, no, I got a five-figure sum. And- Five figures. That's, that's one whole hand. Uh, following a four-year legal battle, which was settled out of court. Which he could have gotten a bachelor's degree in. That, that's, you know, everything, it all comes together. <laughs> it takes a man and a woman to create a child. And it's my view that if children are being born with my sperm, they must have a mother and a father, Gaskell said. Well, the kind of twist on this is Gaskell and his partner were trying IVF treatment. Uh, so they'd had one child prior to this using IVF. I assume female partner. I just assume. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, they weren't married. They were just, you know, together. Right. And so they were trying a second through this clinic, uh, but it failed. And during this process, Mr. Gaskell was approached by the clinic to become a donor on account of his, according to Gaskell, super sperm. Uh, <laughs> and so... In exchange for his donations, he got a discount on his next IVF cycle. You know what I like about this is he's anti-gay but not overly Christian. You know, <laughs> I just it's just a breath of fresh air from our our bullshit uh, right wing. Like they're, they're anti-gay, but they claim it's because of their Christianity. Well, no, you just think gays are icky. So so, and the thing is, he like he was like. I'm not homophobic, okay? Like, it's not what it's about. Like, I don't want them to be... I don't want my kids... Like, dude, okay, first of all, they're not your kids. Right. They're someone else's kids. Yes. I don't want my kids to be, like, bullied at school for having, like, two moms. Okay. He's just pissed off that he's always wanted to be with lesbians, and this is the closest... <laughs> like, his spooge got to go in, and he didn't. Like, I, I would just think that all of his kids would be bullied at school for having a sloped forehead. <laughs> well, it turns out it doesn't really matter what he thinks because the oh. uh, Equality Act prohibits discrimination against same-sex couples. So, uh, I mean, it's not super old, but it sounded like a lot of the children uh, came after that. So it didn't really matter that he didn't want people to have a family if they didn't have a dad. Go have a dad. And on a positive note, uh, the strain 
of this whole thing has caused him and his partner to break up. I guess he had a complete freak out that he has like 14 kids. <laughs> or wait, the freak out was that he has 14 kids, not that he's anti-gay and anti-woman. He's not anti-gay. So here's the other thing. He was like, he goes, uh, you know, I just thought that if there was a mom and a dad, there'd be less of a chance that any of these kids would want to find me once they turn 18. Cause like they'd have a dad, but since uh, they don't have a dad, they're going to be like, well, I want to see who my dad is. You could just say, hi, I'm your sperm donor. That's it. Bye. Like, you don't have to talk to them, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't have to send them birthday cards or anything. <laughs> All right. He's not worried about the cards. He's worried about the money in the cards. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm so uh, sure. Uh, he doesn't have any money. He just spent, you know, three cycles of IVF. <laughs> That's true. That shit is ex- No, it may not be expensive in England where they probably pay for it. Oh, well, you got a point there. You got a point there. Forgot about that. I've got a point. Yep. Every I do one like every six months, and that was it. That was my point. <laughs> well, I'm glad we got around to it. That's good. Speaking of things that are around, <laughs> this is why you need to be in charge of all the all of the um, what do you call them? Uh, the slippity doos. Yeah, exactly. A total of 24 superhabitable planets have met conditions more uh, that rate them as more suitable for life than Earth with better stars than the sun, according to researchers. I would live on Mercury at this point. <laughs> because at least I would die of a quick death. <laughs> the study... Yeah, I- <laughs> no, go ahead. I feel like it has about the same stress level as Earth, only it's not as extended. Right, right. So it's very hot on one side of Mercury and very cold on the other side because there's I don't think there's an atmosphere. No, 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 no. Does Mercury uh, have an atmosphere? No, 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 no. It does. So we're watching this. Uh, You're saying no, this... no, no to every question I'm asking. Yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> no. You were going to say you were watching what? So we're watching this Netflix show called Away. Oh, yes, it's good. Uh, yeah, we just finished it last night. Did you? Oh man, yeah, really liked it. They haven't, so they haven't uh, picked them up for a second season yet. Um, but they're hoping to know sometime this month. So we'll find out if nice. we get to see what happens next. Hillary Swank, no matter what, no matter what emotion she's emoting, she always looks like she smelled someone, someone's fart. <laughs> like she's always just like she's happy, but she's like happy, but she's like, oh, that's great. Oh. I've always felt that she had kind of like a trailer park film on her. Trailer park? What? Oh, oh, I gotcha. Okay, yeah. I don't know why. She, I don't know what her you know growing up life was like. She's but... always sweaty in her movies, isn't she? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So Mercury does not have an atmosphere, but it does have a thin exosphere made up of the atoms blasted off the surface by the solar wind and striking meteoroids. That sounds about. That sounds good right now. Sounds Having perfect. my atoms you, blasted off by sun or whatever. You know how they uh, do those they, in all the movies? If someone's body like gets shot into space, it like freezes. Yeah. Apparently, that's not accurate because like the back of your body would freeze, but the part facing the sun would be like three hundred degrees. It would boil. Yeah. So you'd be like you'd be like both burned and raw, much like uh, Christmas dinner when uh, some of my family members cook. <laughs> I was going to say, much like a Hot Pocket cooked in the microwave. (laughs) 
So the, this, <laughs> this study led by Washington State University identified planets that were older, slightly larger, warmer, and wetter than Earth, which also, mm. um, Jason, describes your mother. <laughs> well, that's good because we were just describing their cooking. Uh, you know, what it sounds like is we're looking for a sugar planet. I'm sorry. That was funny. I'm laughing at my own jokes here. Oh, what? Watermelon sugar planet? Yeah, it's, you know, it's slightly larger, a little warmer, a little wetter. Yeah. It's a sugar planet. Sounds good. It's got good. a good job. It's more established. <laughs> Help us young planets out. We're working hard. The, the 24 planets identified are all more than 100 light years away. Oh, which, so we're fucked. If you tra- can travel the speed of light, it's only 100 years travel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's only like, what, three generations? Yeah. Meaning it is difficult to see them up close. <laughs> difficult or impossible. <laughs> we can't see anything up close. I mean, we fucking launched Voyager in the 70s, and it just now left the solar system. Yeah. That'd be like me, you know starting to leave my driveway in the 70s and I just made it to the, you know, sack. I don't have my normal uh, microphone thing here, but you mentioned Voyager and I was going to go like... V'ger. <laughs> but I, I don't have the thing, so... I don't know that it makes... Like, so I just hit mine and it doesn't seem to make the same noise. It either. made it. Oh, okay. V'ger. V'ger. One of the lead researchers, Professor Dirk Schultz Makich, <laughs> said, "No, wait, wait. I think it's pronounced Dirk Schultz Makuch, <laughs> which which sounds I, like I'm sure he would Schultz your Makuch. Yeah, which sounds like a complaint from. <laughs> Forget it. Forget it." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's the complaint cards in the Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Perfect. A Las Vegas brothel. No, not a brothel. Just like a regular, like a, a hotel. Uh, <laughs> hello, um, your employee, Dirk Schultz McCooch. <laughs> Signed. I don't know, Natalie Merchant. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Professor Dirk Schultz McCooch uh, said, "With." <laughs> Where was this from? Is this in English? Where's uh, No, it's Washington State. Never yeah, mind. All right. yeah, yeah. With the next space telescopes coming up, we will get more information. We have to focus on certain planets that have the most promising conditions for complex life. The team looked at systems with G-spot stars, which have short lifespans. Yeah. Unless, less... you, unless you sculpt on their macooch. <laughs> Of less than 10 billion years, similar to our sun, as well as systems with K-dwarf stars. I, I think they prefer little people stars. No, her name is Bridget the Midget. <laughs> and she is real. <laughs> so they're talking about a new space telescope. So they're building one down in the Andes uh, right now. It should be open in 2024. Is that right? Yeah, and so they had it on, we watched this little quick, like, it's kind of like Channel One, but it's through CNN. Okay, yeah. And uh, they were doing a story on it, and they were showing how they made the mirrors. And it's really cool. They get, like, pieces of glass that are the size of probably, like, almost a soccer ball, maybe. Uh-huh. And they put all of these, like, giant pieces of glass on this 24-foot mold. And so it's just, like, filled with all this glass. And then they put it in an oven and melt the glass down. 
Uh, and then they spent like two years polishing and buffing it to turn it into a mirror. They had to do this with um, Hubble, I believe. Yeah. And, and so after... it takes like two or three years for them to make each mirror. And there's five mirrors on this new uh, telescope. Yeah. And after all was said and done, they sent it into space and it just still wasn't <laughs> getting good images. It wasn't aligned right. It was. Yeah. The mirrors weren't aligned right. So they had to send up um, a lens, essentially like glasses to put on <laughs> on uh, the whatever. I keep thinking V'ger, but I, that's not what I'm saying. And NASA was like, look at the star. And the telescope was like, let me get my glasses. Jeez, where are they? <laughs> Jesus, I, I can never find they're on their head. I can never find these things. <laughs> that, well, that was the thing. It had the glasses. They had to just get one of those strings to attach to it so they could find them. <laughs> but it was like floating in space. It's it was good. looking in mirror. It was like, did I leave it in here? I heard you had a mirror, mirror. Me, me a mirror. They're like, well, I don't know what you're talking about, but I will give you vodka vision. <laughs> so uh, K-Dwarf stars are much smaller and cooler. They wear their hats backwards. <laughs> Why is the story tickling us so? I don't know. The dwarf. It's the K-dwarf I think it's getting me. Much oh, that... smaller and cooler. I just picture a, a little person wearing a hat backwards and like sunglasses, you know? Oh, I know. I got it. No. So K-dwarf stars are much cooler because they listen to K-pop. Oh, right, right. They've got those uh, BTS you know, gear on. Uh, so it features longer lifespans ranging from 20 billion to 70 billion years, meaning that orbiting planets can be older, allowing an opportunity for life to advance as much as it has on Earth, which is only estimated to be 4.5 billion years old. And I believe we'd have so many more billions of years to ruin that planet. We This so would be much. good. One uh, planet what? met all four of the critical characteristics, size, water, mass, and temp, Meaning it may be more comfortable for life on Earth. Like, more I mean, comfortable. It, it, it can't be less comfortable than Earth. Well, Donald Trump lives on this planet. Yeah. So any other planet would be better than this one, I believe. <laughs> it, it, it would be accurate to say so. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. It's <laughs> uh, from it's a Futurama guy. Well, you know, I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's fix some shit. And now for our segment, where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the Hour Advice. Okay, so you guys don't know this, but Jason and I just spent uh, probably 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> no, almost an hour, I think, talking about uh, parenting and not nah, planets. Could have, could have been an hour. We've only been recording for like... An hour and a half. Well, and we're forty-five minutes in. So <laughs> I stopped my clock at eight twenty, and that was when we started. I think so. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah okay. So let's let's uh, let's do parenting because we're both expert parents. Obviously, <laughs> we do have some experience. We have some experience. I've got uh, almost seven years of experience, and, uh, and you've got almost that much, right? At least. Uh. Well, no, I have the older one. Right. So I've been a parent for. Eight years? Yeah, yeah, a year over that, so yeah. Eight uh, with the oldest, plus another five with the youngest. So does that count as 13 years of experience? No, it's just all, no, it's just all one long experience. Well, apparently <laughs> you have more experience than I do. You're about this, you're about this, uh, okay. all right. I'm so ready to answer parenting questions because people are fucking idiots. Let's do it. All right. Jeff, uh, what age should mothers no longer be allowed to hug their sons? What? <laughs> sorry, I read that wrong. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I okay, 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 okay. Jeff, 
what yes. age should mothers no longer allow their sons to hug them? <laughs> what? No, that's not better. That's not better. That's not better at all. What the? Who the fuck is asking this? Mothers should well, hug their sons until at least, like, they're two. At least until they're, like, potty trained. <laughs> Jeez, what are people thinking? <laughs> and here I thought that you are supposed to hug your kids until you died. <laughs> <laughs> what was I thinking? What were you thinking? Well, if you hug them until you died, maybe they would die also because that well, seems like a very long hug. Not oh, continuously. okay. All right. Not concurrently. Right. Uh, hey, Jason, why do kids shun a parent when the other parent shunned the shun parent? Well, that depends. Do they know that they shun? And do they know that I know that they know that we shunned? But if they did, do I know that they know that I know that they know? That they shunned? Well, I guess the question is, how many shuns should a shunned parent shun if a parent shunned, shunned parent shunned? Fair, fair, fair. Thank Jeff, you. is Thank it you. not good or responsible if a parent of a child spends their free time lounging? Well, I certainly fucking hope not. Jason, how do you bring up kids to not have kids of their own? Hmm. What? Uh, oh, so this person is at, like they were irresponsible enough to have children, but they don't want their children to have children. I get it. So how, Jason? How wait, they want their? Do they not want their adult children to have children? Or they don't want their kids. Like they don't want babies having babies. I think that's frowned upon. Yeah. Babies having babies. You know. Yeah. I mean, they have to be able to get a job first. <laughs> they can't be freeloaders. Jeff. My sister is grounded and has been using my phone to text her friends. I need advice so I don't get in trouble. Any advice? Uh, this is a good question. So I believe you should set what's called a passcode on your phone and then your dumb sister. So I have a story. This is a real story. Okay. So one time. It, okay. Mm -hmm. This is many times. So uh, my sister was a real piece of work. When, back when we lived in the trailer, in the trailer park, um, her bedroom door and my... So first of all, we were not allowed to close our bedroom doors for any reason, mm -hmm. which is weird. Um, but anyway, her bedroom door and my bedroom door were like cattywampus to each other. And she had a lot of headbands because she was a girl and she's probably... At this point, she's probably in like fourth grade or something like that. I was probably in second grade. Um so anyway, she would take these uh, plastic headbands and she would snap them. She'd break them. And then she'd throw them at me at night. <laughs> she'd throw them at me as hard as she could. And some of them would hit me. Many times she wouldn't. Sometimes I'd be sleeping and she'd hit me real good. And sometimes like I'd be awake and blocking them or whatever. So I, I took these headbands, uh, pieces, and I kept them in a pile next to my bed, like kind of like in between the wall and the bed, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And because um, I was building up evidence. <laughs> and so, this, gosh, this must have happened for weeks at a time. My sister throwing, whipping these things as hard as she could. Uh, at one time, she hit her, the door frame. Mm -hmm. And my mom heard it and came in. She's like, what is happening? And I was like, she's throwing uh, headbands at me. She's breaking them apart. And my sister, who knew about the pile of headbands, said, uh -oh. no. He's throwing headbands at me because he broke all mine apart and has them next to his bed. And my mom found them and I fucking got in trouble. <laughs> have you brought this back up to her? I have. I have. Well, I have. I have. I've been vindicated. I so here's the thing. So my parents decided, in all of their wisdom, 
to have like a standoff between me and my sister. And um, so they sat us both down and they said, you are both grounded until one of you admits to what they did wrong. And I said, okay. So I thought like to get us both ungrounded. And I think my sister might've coerced me into this too. She was a real piece of work. I think, uh, so she coerced me into confessing to, to breaking up the things and putting them next to my bed. I thought that would get us both off. No, no, no. I got more grounded. She got to play outside. <laughs> so the moral, and uh, she, oh my gosh, I remember like looking out my window at her and she was having such a good time. Oh, and I was just thinking, oh, I hope she feels so guilty. She didn't. I know she didn't. Hey, Jason, is it true that children only want what they need? No, absolutely not. I've taken my daughter to uh, Target. <laughs> That's true. Jeff, do you have to hurt children for them to be good? In my sister's case, absolutely yes. Uh, in mine, <laughs> no, please don't hurt me. Jason, my son, <laughs> this, is, this is sad. My son is terrified of aliens. What, like from Mexico? No, my son is 12 and he's convinced he's going to get abducted by aliens. I assume the like outer space kind. At first, I thought he was just joking because he never brought it up in a serious way. But I went to check on him last night, and he was sitting on the floor by his bed, by his bed, scared shitless. Oh no! I saw this movie. There were really aliens. Everyone, yeah, you, just have to, you just have to set up a whole bunch of water glasses around you. Exactly, exactly. And then, and then, in the very last minute, when they're about to get you, Joaquin Phoenix will break through the door and break all the water glasses. Swing for the fences. <laughs> My stepdad will go. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, great. You had a stepdad. God damn it. <laughs> Did I tell you that story? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just checking, just checking. Who's Jeff, next? Okay, go ahead. Uh, how can I teach my 13-year-old daughter not to be so judgmental? So she's 13, and she's going to do whatever the fuck she wants, and it's too late to teach her anything. Jason, do you agree with me being a, oh, being a surrogate for my mother? My mother's now going through menopause. Menopus, M E N O P U S S, Menopus. This is the this is the funniest misspelling I've ever seen in my entire life. Because they probably <laughs> think it's called Menopus and can't have another child. I'm 24 and she's asking me to be a surrogate so she and her husband can have another child. She wants me to carry her baby for her. They wanted me to. <laughs> Whoa, no, 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 they are no. wanting me to have sex with her husband in order to. Ovulate and concive. O v u l e t e and c o n c i v e. I. What do you think, Jason? Uh, pass. <laughs> what that, the that's fuck? That's hard. No, like, sorry. You know what? I'm 24. Your kid age. Your kidding ages are over. Right. You, you're now into grandma stage. Sorry. I so. To me, because all men are bastards, right? I feel like this is like the husband being like, "Yeah, I, oh, need, a, yeah, yeah. I need another Let's kid." Have another kid, so I can fuck your. your yeah, daughter. I want to fuck your daughter, so uh, uh, yeah. Maybe we can make it a threesome. <laughs> like, still, like I'll fuck you, and then when I feel like I'm ready to go, I'll fuck her. Right. A so threesome, that, you know. but I'm still gonna come inside your daughter. Okay. All right. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> That's got to be a whole sub thing on Pornhub, right? <laughs> Oh, no, my stepdad wants to impregnate me. No, stepdad, no. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Uh, Jeff, how do we tell my gay daughter not to give the straight girl her number? Uh, what? 
for real. Um, I don't think you interfere in this at all. Just let her give her the number and let the two of them figure it out for themselves because I think they're adults in this case, right? I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't really give a lot of information. Unless your gay daughter is seven, in which case, like maybe <laughs> she, she shouldn't have a phone. <laughs> Not that she shouldn't be gay. She just shouldn't have a phone yet. That's irresponsible. <laughs> also, being gay at seven, like having a sexuality at seven seems a little weird. Jason, yeah. mm-hmm. um, uh, is it inappropriate for an 18-year-old and a 24-year-old to be friends? Let me call up my 24-year-old friend and ask what they think. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, what are you, 18? I don't get it. No, no, I'm older than 18. Yeah? I, I have mean... a friend who's... Tw- I'm making the point that I have friends who... Are like you know sixteen years younger than me. Oh, not just six years. Just okay, six years. yeah. Well, eighteen and twenty-four is not bad. I think oh, um, very... eighteen and twelve is problematic. Uh, so here's what I'd say: eighteen and twenty-four is this eighteen-year-old still in high school? Okay. Is this is this a still in high school? The twenty-four-year-old is like a dude, and that's your daughter who's eighteen. Like, right, what's the situation? Right. Like, I feel like there's more context here, and they're trying to be as vague as possible to. You know, make it seem more reasonable. Like, no, see, I didn't even say it was because, you know, you're not just friends and, yeah. you know, this or 24 year olds trying to fuck you or whatever. Well, I put, I put the, the, the dramatic pause in there, but there was no pause. Is it okay for blah, blah, blah to be friends? Uh oh. I think I have to sneeze. Now that I've, now that I've called it out, I've said its name, it won't appear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Jason. Uh-huh. Is it my turn? I don't know. What should a man do if he finds out his son, a minor, is a pervert? What would you do? <laughs> How do you know he's a pervert? <laughs> like, <laughs> what's the evidence on this one? I need to know so much more information because the term pervert is like so very broad. subjective. Yeah. Like, is he like fucking frogs? Is he right. like. Is he looking at nudie magazines? Is he jacking off in the Sears Roebuck catalog? Like, what's happening? Is he like, is he like getting his mom's hair out of the out of a hairbrush, and like jacking off into that? Like, that's weird. Like, that you need to stop. No, no, he's taking it and putting it on his uh, his fake doll that he's made out of a uh, a pillow, a with a hole in it, and. <laughs> And they cut out from the Victoria's Secret catalog. And just a spritz, just a small spritz of mom's perfume. <laughs> oh. Oh, I'm done with this podcast. <laughs> okay, so I stopped for a second because I thought that was a good place to stop. That is, That was, was not a good place to stop because here's another question, Jason. Jeff, what age should parents stop loving their children unconditionally? <laughs> I think this is the same as the mom that doesn't want to hug their kids anymore. <laughs> I would say uh, uh, Trailer Park 7. That's when you stop loving your kids. That sounds right. So obviously we've proved we are, um, you know, top-notch parents. <laughs> Wait, was, Especially was that compared conversation to these fuckers. just had about leak purses not actually recorded? No, I didn't record that.
Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, so I have to say, so there's this place in Ann Arbor called nah, Land. Nah, we did it already. We did it already. Land. I, just, I put like five transition opportunities in that conversation because I thought we were recording. Oh, did you? I didn't even notice. I did. The number of times I talked about onions. Yeah, because onions are like leek. Leeks. And the next story is about onions. Uh, so this Land City Noodles place, hand pulled noodles, which is, doesn't sound great during a during a pandemic, but har, har, it's, har, it's very good. Pulled them to completion. See, it was yeah. a funny joke the first time I did, and I just don't have the heart for it anymore. You ruined it this time. You you killed it, Data. I'm a real boner killer. Real boner. I'm a real hand pulled noodle killer. <laughs> well, why don't you cry about it? <laughs> I'll cry right into my leak purse. <laughs> the leak purse is very good. Okay. Facebook. You eat leak purse? Fake Facebook told a Canadian produce company that its images went against advertising guidelines, but has now admitted the ad was picked up by an errant algorithm. Uh, was their ad like something negative about Nazis? Like, I know they don't like that kind of thing. Yeah, and I don't. I don't think so. I, I feel like if you're a they prostitute, pro Nazi content on Facebook. If you're a prostitute, you don't want to be picked up by an errant algorithm either. <laughs> you don't want to be picked up by the fuzz either, <laughs> or swung around by the tits. <laughs> the offending ad for Gaze Seed Company. No, uh, Gaze Seed Gaze, like I gaze across. G A Z E. Okay. Yes. Gaze Seed Company's Walla Walla Onion Seeds <laughs> shows an image of a handful of onions in a wicker basket. According to a Facebook notice sent to the company in recent days, the onions were positioned in a, quote, sexually, oh wait, Canadian, sexually suggestive manner. Okay, what fucking Canadian looks at a bowl of onions and is like, oh, oh, honey. <laughs> Break out the leak purse. Uh, I don't know. Hockey season's over. <laughs> I think they're ready for the whatever new thing is coming up. Uh, I guess something about the two rounded shapes there could have been misconstrued as boobs or something. Nude in some way, uh, said Jackson McLean, a manager at Gay Seed, uh, as he spoke to the CBC. Ironically, the, the error made for better publicity than the ad ever could have. Of course, it's on our podcast. I know. They're just getting... Order from Gay Seeds Company. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Get those nipple onions now. <laughs> I don't know. We <laughs> terrible, terrible We've got perky ones and low-hanging ones. <laughs> You'll love a low-hanging fruit. Either way, they'll make you cry. <laughs> the perfection so of these round, succulent... Onions, uh, supple. That's what I was going for. Damn it! <laughs> ah, fuck it. I'm done. Suppulent. Suppulent. <laughs> I think I was going with succulent and supple, <laughs> and I came up with succulent. Oh, I love a good succulent onion. Uh, maybe a nice succulent leak purse. <laughs> So on this on its Facebook page, the seed company had fun creating mock-ups of what Facebook thought it was seeing, thought it was seeing, so to speak. Couple of boobs, couple of nuts. Wait, 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 hang on, hang on. I have to actually have you looked at it? I, I actually haven't seen it, no. Okay, I'm gonna show it to you because the actual ad or their mock-ups? So they're mock-ups. Oh, okay. 
Right. So so they they had their actually I think they show their actual ad. Uh, it's a handful of onions in a wicker basket. I think this is it right here. And so that was too sexual for Facebook. Too sexual. It's, it's a wicker basket, and there's like one, two, three, four, five. It looks like six onions just sitting in it. Yeah. And something was like, oh, oh like no, that looks a- like two, like four balls and two boobs. <laughs> it's it's a it's a deep deep double penetration titty fucking, and I don't like it. Said Facebook. Well, here are some mock-ups uh, that got them a lot of attention. Mm. I assume we're going to share these on <laughs> share these on our Facebook page. Yeah, I'll try to. I'll try to. Look this is very there. good. Very good. I like how they didn't pay for the stock photos either. They were just no, like, "Fuck it." Not. <laughs> like they didn't even try. They're just like, "Well, we'll put that picture on top of the other picture, and oh, look how sexy it is." Right. Like I guess I guess they kind of are pointing in the way her boobs might be pointing. Only sort if of. your boobs point like it's like cross-eyed boobs. <laughs> it is. They're like looking in two different directions. You know, I worked with someone once, and you never were sure who what she was looking at. Like <laughs> these these onion nipples are doing. Are you talking about thing. her boobs or her eyes? No, her eyes. Her eyes. I worked with someone where you never knew who where her boobs were pointing because they'd always be pointing in <laughs> different directions. <laughs> <laughs> what like one was on her back and one was on her front? Like no, her. It just her nipples were always out, not out, but like. Out? Oh dear! And then I this is this is I don't know I don't know I digress. <laughs> they were just always pointing in different directions. Uh, uh, so this, these people that you're about to quote are they're not Canadian? They're Facebook, right? Uh, yes, it's Facebook. Yeah, uh, we used automated technology to keep nudity off our apps. Though nothing for Nazis. Uh, but sometimes it doesn't know a Walla Walla onion from a, well, you know. She couldn't even say boobs? Said Meg Sinclair. Well, I mean, if you can keep onions, but you can't keep Nazis off your platform. like Right. Uh, she's the head of communications at Facebook Canada. So I guess she was Canadian. Oh, wow. We okay. Re- we restored the ad and are sorry for our business troubles. From April to June 2020, Facebook algorithms removed 35.7 million pieces of content that were in violation of adult nudity and sexual activity policies. How many of those were onions? There are millions and millions of onions, and it's just disgusting. Were they sliced? Were they diced? Were they julienned? I need the, the world needs to know. <laughs> Were they being okay. fingered in any way? Is that appropriate for onions? Uh, I mean, only if it's at a Benihana and they turn it into like the volcano first, so that there's actually a hole for you to finger. <laughs> Jason, yes. So every once in a great, I, like you, every once in a great while, like your your titles that you have. <laughs> For these slides are always pretty good, but we never have them on the show. <laughs> we never say them on the show. <laughs> this one, I think, is one of the best you've ever done. Oh, you think so? I think so. Can you please read it to us? <laughs> Two fingered dino has one for the pink and one for the stink. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
You know, I think it's a real shocker that that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they always surprise me too because I don't I don't get to see these beforehand, so this is wonderful. <laughs> a new species of toothless dinosaur has oh, no. just two fingers on each arm and has been discovered in the Gobi Desert of Mongolia and is rumored to give really good blowjobs. <laughs> really? Not toothy at all. <laughs> Researchers from Oh, the... yeah, yeah, toothless. Sorry, I, I was thinking about the two fingers. I was like, well, oh. what's the grip on that? Mm, yeah, that's all right. Usually I just it's use like... two fingers anyway. Researchers from the University of Edinburgh found multiple skeletons of the species named Oxoko Aversan. Oxoko Aversan. Sure. Which dates from about 100 million years ago, had a large toothless beak. Okay, the blowjobs are out. And feathers. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Blowjobs are back in. <laughs> if they can feather yeah. tickle the nuts while they're doing it, I'm in. I'm so down. <laughs> well, you want them to dirk your Schultz Manchuk? <laughs> Schultz Macooch. I want him to dirk my Schultz Macooch. <laughs> uh, with his Ahsoka Varsen. <laughs> uh, it is the first evidence of digit loss in the three fingered family of dinosaurs known as. Oviraptors. Ah, very nice, very nice. There's a subset of oviraptors um, <laughs> uh, that used to work in machine shops, and they are now like um, shop teachers. Mm, mm. Of well, the here's the problem: like yeah, the, the the other ones uh, had this great bowling league going, but now <laughs> they've they've lost because they only got two two fingers now. Right. Okay, I, I was going to make like, oh, they were framed. I don't think that's a good joke. So, so Dr. Gregory Funston, <laughs> the University of Edinburgh School of Geosciences, said the discovery shed light on how the parrot-like animals thrived more than 68 million years ago. Are they parrot-like, as in they were the same so size of parrots? Their, beak, their beaks are like parrot beaks. Very parroty? Yeah, and they would swear a lot. So they had to put them in different rooms. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, its two-fingered hand prompted us to look at the way the hand and forelimbs changed throughout the evolution of the oviraptors, which hadn't been studied before. This revealed some unexpected trends that are a key piece in the puzzle of why oviraptors were so diverse said Dr. Funston. <laughs> the study published in the journal Royal Society Open Science was funded by the Royal Society, of course, and the Natural Sciences and Engineering Council of Canada. Do you remember when the United States was at the head of most scientific research? Do you remember that? Yes. yes Wasn't that nice? Though it just occurred to me that the, we were doing American accents or American dialects for all these quotes, and it's England. At Edinburgh is, is Scotland, right? Yeah, Edinburgh. Edinburgh. I was saying Edinburgh Edinburgh? the whole time. Well, it's not Edinburgh. Ed. Edinburgh. Oh, my gosh. Can you hear that? I I could. My dog is licking her gash right now. And it is so loud. When Eva licks, licks her vulva, which I think dogs have vulvas. Her, her, her wee wee, as my mom would call it. Her leak purse. Yeah, it is so loud. How could she lick so loud? I hate it. 
it, it's it's Edinburgh. Edinburgh, of course. Scotland. So I don't think we're going to reread this in a Scottish accent, are we? <laughs> I haven't done a Scottish dialect in some time. I think it would be completely horrible. That's two finger hand prompted us to look at the way the hand and the forelimb change throughout its evolution of Ovi Raptors. That's all I got. I, I, know, go. I know it was bad. It's fine. I know. <laughs> I already knew. No one has to write in and tell me my Scottish accent is bad. I get it. I get it. Well, this is wonderful. I'm so glad we found this um, two-fingered oviraptor. It's very, very it's nice. Been, it's been locked in the rocks for, for many years now. It has indeed. Now it's free. Nothing likes to be, uh, nobody likes to be chained up or locked away, except for when you do. <laughs> so when I first, when I first read this, um, um, excuse me, when I first read this story, it was the the title of the um the product we're going to talk about is called the cellmate chastity cage and i thought cellmate prison use? i thought it was in prison use and i said I oh so too. that's a pretty good idea <laughs> to lock these dudes dicks away so they don't rape each other right <laughs> well there's many other things you can rape someone with <laughs> jesus christ I including mean, jesus christ i i, I I mean, Oxoko Avarsen has two fingers. <laughs> so does Dr. Gregory Funston, by the way. He puts the fun <laughs> you know, in Funston. You know he's so fun. He comes into every class riding a unicycle. <laughs> With only using his two fingers as balance. <laughs> so a security flaw in a high-tech chastity belt for men made it possible for hackers to remotely lock all of the devices in use Simultaneously. <laughs> Did you see they're the like, map? Did you see like the... the Oprah of locking dicks up? <laughs> Your dicks locked up. Your dicks locked up. Everyone's dicks locked up. Did you see the map that was on this on this story? I did not. Literally, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, with all the little points of where these things are. Literally all over the world, these people locked. Mm-hmm. These, uh, okay, so if you don't know what a chastity belt for men is, um, look it up. Um, it keeps your dick locked away. And not only does it keep it locked away, it also keeps it uh, flaccid, I think, so that it can't get hard. Interesting. Which is a, which is a sexual, like, um, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's a kink where, you know, people are, they, they like to be told what to do with their body parts, I guess, is what you could say. So, uh, kiwi, is that how you pronounce Q-I-U-I, kiwi? Uh, whatever. There's... I, I don't know what the U sound would be. I think the Q has more of a C sound. Okay, so their cellmate chastity cage, not a sponsor, is sold online for about $190 or 145 wing-wings. <laughs> and is marketed as a way for owners to give a partner control over access to their body. And around 40,000 of these have been sold. So 40,000 dicks could have been locked up. And it's not even... So there, are, there. I'm sure there are many more low-tech chastity cages out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm just thinking there's one big dick that it would be great if we could lock it up. <laughs> That's true. 
That's the cage okay. wirelessly connects to a smartphone. No, no, no. Yeah. Hold on. Before you go on, he's going to be locked up inside his own brain uh, and in body eventually um, when he succumbs to coronavirus on uh, November 4th, did we say? 5th? Uh, yes. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, the cage wirelessly connects to a smartphone via a Bluetooth signal, which is used to trigger the v- device's locking clamp mechanism. Um, hey, honey, um, can I have my dick back? Uh, I have to go pee. No! The app has been fixed by its Chinese developer after a team of UK security professionals flagged the bug um, after they themselves couldn't access their cock and balls. And they have also published a workaround, <laughs> like not wearing <laughs> like, a chastity cage. It works really well with a reach around too. <laughs> so wait a minute how how did how did it? Okay, I get like the what do they call it the um, oh, like the app the ecosystem or the Internet of Things. I didn't think the Internet of Things would actually go to the thing, but apparently it did. I have no idea what you're talking about. The thing. You know, you didn't use to call the penis the thing back in the elementary school? Uh, I feel like maybe that might have been something that their thing. Right. Know? Yeah, okay, you're, sure. you, your thing. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. The problem is that manufacturers of these other toys sometimes rush their products to market, commented Alex Lomas, a researcher at Pen, <laughs> Pen Test Partners. The Buckingham-based cybersecurity forum. I affirm. I got the accent wrong again. These 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 multinational stories are really throwing us off. <laughs> Maybe I should color code them. <laughs> yeah, color. Okay. Uh, like I'll, put, I'll put pictures of like tea and crumpets on all the English ones, mm-hmm. and pictures of like uh, Foster's beer and snakes on all the Australian ones. Right, and, and uh, cheeseburgers and fat people for the American ones. <laughs> no, I just give all those like kind of orange top. Oh, okay, good, good. Orange there was top no and, evidence uh, that the hack had been exploited by anyone to cause harm, though. So basically, they just like found the the possibility, and like, oh, better fix that, otherwise a bunch of guys are going to have their willies locked up. Although, one mm-hmm. online reviewer who appeared to have gotten locked in due to an unrelated bug posted that he had been left with, quote, a bad scar that took nearly a month of recovery. A bad scar? Yeah, to cut his way out. Oh. So there's a whole, there's like a whole workaround that we talked about before, and it involves like taking it, like it's still on the dude, but you take apart like the, um, not the machinery, but like the electronics, and you have to like hot wire it kind of, where you like hook up a, a separate battery to the leads. Yeah, you pull the thing out and you go, tss, 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 and then the car starts and you drive away. <laughs> right. No, what you have to do is you have to, like, hit it hard enough that it knocks your balls up into, like, your, your torso so it's not hanging there anymore. And you can pull that. It's kind of like when, uh, you know, Mel Gibson would dislocate his shoulder to get out of the uh, the straitjacket in Lethal Weapon. I don't understand that reference. I've never seen the Lethal Weapon movies. He, he would dislocate his shoulder so that his arm could get out of the straitjacket. Oh, okay. Escape. Well, now I get it. Thank you for repeating that. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm just saying you knock your balls up into your, like, you know. Yes. Okay. That's ready. Region. One, two, three. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jason, what did we learn today? 
<laughs> we learned that you might have to hot wire your chastity belt. That is true. We also learned uh, that toothless dinos give good blowjobs. <laughs> we learned that uh, Canadian onion nipples are pointing all directions. I'm going to suck on them. <laughs> we learned that there are several planets better than Earth. And by that, I mean all of them. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's all of them. Uh, and we learned a guy is totally not homophobic. He just thinks that, you know, everyone needs a dad as he jerks off into a cup. But lesbians are probably pretty hot. <laughs> you know, he probably was watching lesbian porn as he jerked off into a cup. That's probably true. But this hour has been an hour and 20 minutes. Okay, so as well as Dr. Schultz McCooch, um, <laughs> we have other people that we would like to name as um, donors to this program. <laughs> donors? Yeah, donors. Yeah. We have Mr. Well, Jack Jack Goff. Mm, mm. Well, there's Willie Stroker. Mm, mm-hmm. He's the judge. There's a name you can trust, Ben Dover. Uh, or uh, our... You traveling in comfort? If not, talk to Chukok. Or maybe if you're going to Vietnam, you can talk to Fat Ho. Uh, well, in 1990, Dick Smalley got an award. <laughs> and in 1920, BJ Cobbledick got the same award. <laughs> hey, did you know the Twins player Rusty Cunts? He's the tops. <laughs> I've also heard of uh, an ass. Wait, 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 wait. Go back up. Oh my God. An ass remar. Gratuities <laughs> appreciated. <laughs> so, like, is that like Dr. Spaceman? It's like Dr. Spaceman. I like how you scrolled past it like it was a Chevy Equinox ad. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a Chevy Equinox ad. Uh, I was just trying to get to Dr. Porn Snack. Of course. Yeah. And we'd like to let you know that Dick Assman is here. Well, you only need Dick Assman if you forgot Jesus Condom. Mm, Jesus Condom. And, of course, Dick Raper. <laughs> and, I'm not saying that name. On, no way. I'll uh, say it. Go back up. Go back up. We have Robert Faggot, age 26. Status. Never been married. Never been married. <laughs> I mean, look at his face. That's why. You know what I think he thinks? What? I think he thinks every time he jizzes into a cup, kids need a dad. (laughs) And we have the Mike Litteris, who is a homeowner. Uh, And uh, good old village election. You can either vote for Justice Thea Beaver or trustee Mike Wiener. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you can also reelect Judy Graham Swallows. She's got 24 years of experience. Well, not really my vagina. Good night.